just just like the Inter Miami owner that got fined, right? You know what his you know what his first name is? Jorge. Uh, Beckham. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what his you know you know what his last name is? No. What? Mas. His name is Jorge Mas, and he's the guy that gets fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars for like for that. Yeah, like his name is Jorge. Like literally, his name is George Moore. That's literally what his translation of his name is, right? A greedy owner, part owner that gets busted for whatever it is that. I was like, who? What accountant? What level of accountant have you must failed at like online YouTube channel school that 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 you can't keep the books? You have to have like five, six people who are DP level, and forget to tell the rest of the world that. Oops. Nah, Oops. I mean, I bet he's probably at the point where he's like, I don't care. I'll just pay the fine. You know what? You know, he, yeah. he went to Trump school. That's where he went. That's where he got his <laughs> <Exactly>. degree. <laughs> he went to Trump school and then he and then he went to Trump University and he couldn't finish his degree, but they still gave it to him anyways. And that's why he keeps God. a copy of the art of the deal like on that's his right. phone. God. He's 100 percent like, times. I'm just going to I'm just going to pay all these fines to make sure I always have a DP who's not injured. Exactly. That's what it is. The Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international stuff. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria and Eric Silva. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to the Minnesota Football Show. We have another Eric-less episode, but we also have uh, a show where we actually have two people at the same time. The people have thought actually are the same person. <laughs> so you can't see them. You... You audio audientes or radio listeners or podcast listeners cannot see them, but we have not only Bridget and Sheila, but we also have the return of super sub Elisa Vicuña. Hola. <laughs> and as we do with everything else, I just want to say it's it's like um, I I I got one of those mobile air conditioning units um, a couple of weeks ago because i saw it on sale and we've been trying to be smart about living up here because there's no air conditioning up where we live uh, and that's been a lifesaver this week <laughs> <laughs> that and the pool we got the the, the pool that we, we go. got that was that was great that isa watch was able to enjoy after beating lakeville last night so so it was it was nice to be able to to have someone where people can cool off i see luciano in the background so <laughs> How are you guys been? Popping in. You know, roasting just like you. <laughs> Chilling Same. in my inflatable pool in the backyard. <laughs> COVID summer take two. We got yeah. our we got ours last summer when everything was shut down. And I was like, but I love going to the lakes and I love being in bodies of water. I cannot tell you. So I got myself on the wait list at Target and I had to like wake up at like four in the morning when they would 
release them to even try and get a chance at buying one because the first couple of times they would send the notification while I sleep, I'd wake up and by nine o'clock, you're like, oh, these are sold, gone. And I was like, <laughs> <Never mind>. no. <laughs> and then I got one for me and my brother. So I did the game more than once. <laughs> <laughs> my sister did that last year. And finally, after like months of trying to get one, it popped like two days. Oh, and... no. No. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and like you couldn't get, you first. couldn't find a replacement by then. Like it was the last one. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, it was like Amazon was selling the inflatable pools, but it was like $120 versus $30 yeah. at Target. <laughs> and they're doing it again because uh-huh. the Jarvis have this really cute inflatable pool for Isla. If you've seen it on their Twitter. Yes. And I wanted to get one for my niece and I was like, can you share the link for where you got that? $40, but I can only buy it in like Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I looked it up on, on, on Amazon and Amazon is like $140 if you would like this pool, but free shipping. <laughs> and you'll have it tomorrow, but. <laughs> At the escalated price of... <laughs> Wow. Oh, capitalism. Okay, you know, on Thursday, I was coaching in Maramirai, and every time I have to coach a game in Maramirai, I always get lost. Like, I can't find, <laughs> and this is for like six, seven years in a row. Every That's time. how I feel about Northeast Minneapolis, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fact. I actually don't know where Maramirai is after 15 years in the Twin Cities. <laughs> so, like, so, like, it's always Southwest Park. And every time I'm like, I think I know how to get there. And like, I, and even after I put it into uh, whatever GPS program I have, like I always get lost. And like this last time I was like, I, I this on Thursday, I was like, I called Nubia and I was like, Nubia, it's like, I can't find this place. Like I'm in literally in the middle of someone's private property and I am not going to That's get it. out. I'm not going to get out and walk and ask them if they know where Southwest right. Park. So like she, she told me where that it park was. is weird. That it's whole weird. setup back there is really strange. Yeah, and and the fields that we play on, which they're really nice fields, are like literally yeah. by that pondish area in the back, where like yep. it's super secluded below the baseball uh. parks. Anyways, right? So like, so like I, I, I she gets me the directions, and she says to me, you know, next time you should just call Bridget. <laughs> maybe she'll come who knows how to get there <laughs> and maybe she'll meet you at i'll the come field. guide you i'll guide you to- <laughs> and i'll be like you know that's not a bad idea so if yeah. i have another game of my amita this summer i'm gonna yeah, the first thing i'm gonna know. do is i'm gonna call bridget and be like bridget can let you me get know. the field you better get I bridget used- like the little like police escort lights though so that she can <laughs> put it on the top of her car to be like the follow me sign follow me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used to kick around at that park. It's a it's a good spot. Yeah, it is. And it's usually parking... pretty it's usually pretty quiet. No one no one goes back there. They only yeah. go to the parks where you like mm-hmm. pull right in and jump out and play. So No, it's 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 a good spot. Like I like I yeah. like it a lot. I I've, I've, I've I've played I know I've coached many games there and I still can't get there. <laughs> it's like all oh, my kids well, are there before a... me. And they're like, yeah, why are you late? There's a little like, access road behind it, yeah. too, like to get to that lower field. And it looks like just an access road that goes back right. to FedEx or something. 
I always feel like I'm trespassing, even when I'm not. Like, I know this is a public access road. Every time I'm in Matamita, I feel like I'm trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, there's, you on that, one, there's right? that too. <laughs> uh, yep. Anyways, um, let's try to have a soccer show instead of a check-in <laughs> moment. Uh, but uh, let's, um, let's start with some... Um, National news. Um, apparently, there was a doubleheader. There's a doubleheader today, but uh, um, the MPSL side hosts Med City at 6 p.m. So it's the Crows versus Med City. And um, while well, the UPSL side hosts Dakota Young Stars. So is that... Um, has any, did any of you guys go to the last 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 uh, Minneapolis City game? I know Eric was at what was out there. He said he had a good time. Yeah, I, you know, I I have not made it out that way, but that's one of the things that I'm actually looking to because trying to um, I just like the smaller atmosphere, so it's, it's nice mm-hmm. out there. So, um, but another really interesting thing that I did not know about uh, about the Crows is that the Crows are unwilling to play the national anthem before games. Uh, in the heart of Minneapolis and they're, you know, and they're willing to pay the fines. So like, I was not aware that uh, it was an MPSL rule that you mm-hmm. had to play the national Is anthem. that why they've been getting fined? Yep. That's mm-hmm. why I thought it was because they had been playing during like COVID times, but no. it's because they're not. No, playing this the has been, this has been going on since like before COVID before George Floyd, like uh, Dan Haldeman said that it's, in the bylaws, it's rated right up there with like the pitch regulations. Like it has to be this bu- this wide by this long, and you have to play the national anthem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they've they've been fined like from their first season for being like, you know, what? we're just not going to play it tonight, and mm-hmm. they get fined. So they'll they'll play it. They had been playing it, um, but yeah, at this point, they say. No, we're we're in this community. We're not going to do this. This is how we're going to take our stand, mm-hmm. right. and uh, they're going to eat the fines for it. Yep, and the fines. You know what? This reminds me. I know it's a little bit non-soccer, but this reminds me. There's this um, there's this bar in San Diego called Nunu's, and for years they had a like an ongoing collection to pay the fines um, to for violating the smoking ban. <laughs> For like years, here you can smoke a cigarette, but drop twenty in the fine jar. For- <laughs> twenty dollars per cigarette. Maybe you can that like getting people to quit too. <laughs> yeah. I bet there's businesses because you know all those. There were so many businesses that violated the mask mandate. I bet you mm-hmm. they're doing GoFundMe's and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're just doing yeah. our side of it. <laughs> Hundred dollars, that's not very much. Seems reasonable. Well, for, I mean that's what I was thinking. But it's like per game and then you when you consider the number of games and then you consider the, the budget that they operate on, mm-hmm. which is like a hundred dollars is a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be looking at that for um I would think that Minneapolis City two would also have that. I'm not sure what those that league. Yeah. Um, it's It'd probably be a little bit different, but It'd be interesting to see, but I'm pretty sure that, I mean, the, at least at least the demand on Twitter seemed like they like, well, if you build a button, 
on a web page. That's yeah, he people will donate. By the end of that day, he's like, Okay, I will make PayPal on you. Go ahead and give money. And yeah, people are doing it. They can't they just that, play it like really soft? They've they've tried doing that to get around it or playing it at like five times speed. Like uh-huh. just to, like here, we'll we'll do like it, but we'll get it the fuck speed. over with. Like <laughs> Or like playing it right as like the stadium opens, right. yeah. While nobody's so there, yeah, they've tried that, and the league is still like, haha, no, like it has to be as you're walking out. How does the like, league even well, know the who's reporting them? <laughs> There's some NIMBY folks over by There's, the stadium. That's what um, it is. There's some NIMBY folks, and and some NIMBY folks in the league who do not share the mission of this club. Mm-hmm. in terms of community involvement and such so yeah that's the crazy thing that, it's, like, it's the usual league politics it's always that know. one asshole who's like you yep, better exactly. say the national anthem <laughs> yeah. it's like why like even if it comes down to i think they were saying like they've had to have players like carry a boom box with the anthem on a cd like carry it as they're walking out because they had refused to play it and they're like okay well this is how you're going to play it now since you weren't prepared to do it any other way. But it has to play. So <laughs> it's absurd. So yeah, give give some money to Minneapolis City uh, so they can right. continue to stand up for themselves and for the community and uh, no, stick I it mean, to the league. That's, that's one of the things too that's a, a that's it was really surprising for me because I wasn't aware, and I was like, I, I think I've only been to one Minneapolis City game, and that was when like they were partnering with St. Paul Blackhawks to host the night, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're just gonna go, and it was it was fun. So like, um, but I'm also feel like because you know I'm a St. Paul person, so like for the longest, if I went to <laughs> like a MPSL game, it was a viejo son los trapos game. So like I feel that if I go to a Minneapolis City game, like I'm somehow, I'm somehow traitor. I'm a, exactly. <laughs> I'm just sort of a traitor, and I just, uh, I just I just can't force myself to go. But like, there's but, not there's a lot of neutrals there. Yeah, often there. I mean, plenty of people go just just because it's a fun, uh, fun match day experience. So right, right. So let's jump into the uh, MLS. Uh, was a week eight wrap. Uh, just go over some scores. Um, I'll save the the fun one till the last, but um. um <laughs> We'll talk about that one because you know we always love to talk about fun games. So the Red Bulls defeated Orlando two to one, and guess who scored? Caden. Caden Clark. Right. I hope everyone's starting them in their fantasy leagues because I know I am. He doesn't leave my bench at all. He doesn't leave my starting eleven at all. Uh, Columbus <laughs> defeated Toronto two to one. FC Cincinnati. Uh, lost one nothing to the Fighting Bruce Arenas, aka New England. Atlanta United tied two two with Nashville, which was an interesting scoreline. Uh, and um, LAFC lost two to one to NYCFC, which was interesting in itself. And in the battle of uh, well, the first battle before it was El Tráfico, uh, the Cali battle, LA Galaxy with the San Jose uh, Galaxy were able to defeat. Uh, the Jackson Jewels of the world. Um, <laughs> but um, one of my favorite was to watch uh, DC United uh, <laughs> destroy the, the, the cheaters in the league or the new cheaters in the league, um, the new LA Galaxy uh, into Miami. <laughs> um, and we've talked about how into Miami 
is is in a lot of trouble and probably will be in a lot of trouble for the next couple of years. Uh, and I think Atlanta United, uh, who had one of the who one of the people that was fine was working for Atlanta United got fired. And so like it's like it's like it's drama and we all love drama. So Sporting KC defeated Houston three to two and Colorado, who we've seen enough of Colorado. Um, Colorado defeated three nothing in Dallas. But the game that I know I kept getting texts and tweets about <laughs> was the Chicago Fire losing to Montreal Snowflakes, I guess. I don't know, like, what is their signal? But like, it's just Montreal um, won to nothing. And um, it was one of those where, like, a former Minnesota United player, Mason, Mason Toy, scores. Literally, on Cavill. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where you're like, full circle. Gosh, full circle. <laughs> Do you, can you just imagine, like, the satisfaction that Toy has to have scoring oh on Calvo, God. knowing how many games Calvo cost him <laughs> as a team member? <laughs> the smile on his face. <laughs> just said it all. <laughs> yes. And Did he, he do was his gonna... maracas afterwards? That was always my favorite. I think so. Like, yeah, I think he tried. He... I think he tried, but like it was just, it was such a the, like the late... whole team kind of piled on him pretty quickly, and yeah, it was a late okay. thing. So it was a late goal, so that's why. But the thing is, the best funniest thing is watching uh, Bobby's reaction when the ball goes in, and he's all <laughs> like, "Oh god!" And he does that big like shrug and throws his shrug, arms up, right. like, "Come on!" What does he say? What do you think Bobby did in his life to be cursed like this? Right. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. That Kelmo follows him everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he has to, you know, end out his career and he goes to Minnesota and then he ends up at Chicago with Calvo and whatever's happening, Calvo's charming the coaches. So he keeps getting to start despite the fact that he's like, like I just want one game. clean sheet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Here, here. Let's think about this. Uh, Bobby Shuttleworth is Christopher Robbins, and Calvo is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. I feel like Shuttleworth is more like Eeyore at this point. <laughs> at this point, he was at the beginning of, this, yeah. of his career. He was Christopher Robbins, and now he's just yes, Eeyore. yes. Yep. Now he's Eeyore. He's like he's Eeyore. He's sad. Oh well, I guess we'll lose another game then. <laughs> he even trudges around he's got the trudge down it's just like oh my god oh, the poor guy oh, Bobby. oh poor father Bobby. <laughs> oh. okay I have to tell you I've got about that long left to go so sounds great is there anything quick you want me to opine on <laughs> <laughs> well let's just quickly talk about the uh since Mr. ML let's just quickly just talk about uh um, the the match, the RSL one-one uh, tie with Minnesota United. What did you guys did you, once, if you were able to watch or watch any highlights? What did you? What was what was just one good positive thing that you saw out of the whole thing? I fell asleep. <laughs> All right, so you got good sleep. That's good. Bridget, anything to add? Uh... Yeah, I was close to falling asleep. 
Oscar stuff. Um, I mean, we there were. Oh, what's that? That we didn't lose. <laughs> I mean, a point's a point. We'll take it. Anything, no matter how it comes, I guess. So. I mean, it was it was a game that we deserved to lose and we deserved to win at the same time. Like, yeah, RSL wasn't playing wasn't playing the best, and it was totally obvious. Like we were controlling the ball. Mm-hmm. The most. I think one of the things that I did enjoy and find some positivity in is that we got to see uh, Unu play. Yeah, uh, and which who knew? This, yeah, who knew that Unu would play? <laughs> And he actually didn't do too bad in the aspect of not knowing who to play with and not having someone who's going to set them up with the ball, which was Reynoso. Um, and I thought he did well trying to find spaces in between the center backs. And mm-hmm. when he did get a chance to make a play, like it wasn't quick enough because, you know, someone got to it, but he was able to take half a shot, you know. But regardless, he was moving around. He was trying to be active. And that's the most I've seen out of all the probably since Samarija, you know, in the first couple of games yeah. of Samarija that I've seen. And so that was, that was, that was hopeful. I was like, Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. We can do that. He's fast and he, he can get into those spaces, which is a completely different playing style from Wachope, who's going to be your, your poacher just standing in front yeah. of goal. Um, so he'll, he'll find those plays. They just have to figure out how to get him the like, ball, get, get the ball and keep the ball yeah. uh, so that they can get, that far yeah i mean the other thing too is like chase is like must be i hope he's seeing a therapist because his level of confidence for this kid just goes out you know he has a decent game and then he just has a horrible game and then he just gets injured through the process of it it just i just don't comprehend and even why he's still starting well i mean i know why he's starting we have no one else to put there take two I would Except say he's better than Cabo. Like oh, I would yeah. take and Chase, he's, and he's not. Oh, yeah. and he's not insisting that everything's fine. And please respect correct, us, correct? Because Chase we're trying a, and we showed up. Let me <laughs> preface that by saying that Chase is so much better than Calvo. But what I mean is more that like he's showing weaknesses, he's showing mm-hmm. all of these mistakes, and yet he still is started over and over and over again, rather yeah. than even like a slight consideration that maybe you should be swapping him out. Like maybe try something different. But the option is that we don't, we can't try anything currently. I mean, well, you, I mean, we don't have anyone who's actually labeled as a left back, but who did we put up have, as when have we striker ever for the last like, 18 positions. months? Exactly. So like, <laughs> I mean, Dotson played left back when yeah, let's Chase not do was that. hurt. <laughs> but I mean, we've, we've tried those things. Chase was kind of a crapshoot when he first got that job. Yeah. I mean, they, they needed a body, and he was an able body ready to go. He's and that's generally done very well. My critique is very isolated to like uh, yeah. this season and the start of this season. To, to me, it's just like they bring in right law, and then those two are obviously not meshing well. Mm-hmm. And right law's the one that gets yanked, even though yeah. I would based on what I saw in the first games, I thought he was playing better than Gasper. Mm-hmm. So that's where my, that's where my criticism comes from is because yeah. it's, it's more of this, like I see one player doing better than the other. And the one who's doing better is the one who gets pulled from the lineup and set out. That just doesn't make sense. 
and the longer you keep him in there the less uh less effective he's getting like it was mm-hmm. you know really great moments with a couple of stupid mistakes and now it's getting more like a bunch of stupid moments with you know a couple of really great moments but i mean you can see that shift like just through the course of the game where like he's feeling good and he makes a couple good plays and one thing goes wrong again and he just like tanks and then mm-hmm. the rest of this game just sucks so I mean, keeping them in isn't going to make them any better. Like, I yeah. I understand the, the concept of, like, well, he just needs to build confidence, and you only do that by, like, playing games and doing things. Winning. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, right. But, but we're just was, running yeah, him into the ground. What's going on when they're like, not, you know, they won two games, right? right. So what's yeah. going on? I mean, is, like, he, is it's it just not, making it's it worse? Help. Or... <laughs> all all yeah, I'm saying I, is, 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 like, we show, we, we, like Gasper, let's give him credit because he had the cross that that went off the hips of uh, Hansen after the keeper yeah. went out and punched it and like rolled in, like that was his cross. But he should not be crossing the ball. He no. should not be doing all that stuff. Like I when think will you we need do to do something other than crossing too. Well, yeah, that's the that's the other thing too. But here's the thing that you should just focus on one thing, and that's just defending. Once he's confident <laughs> confident enough to be a defender. You know, and I think he's been trying mm-hmm. to do too much because there's no one on the left hand side trying to do anything right. because there's no one on the left hand side. So he's like, I gotta take it all the way. Someone's gotta fill in that channel. I'm gonna run so the like, whole distance. I'm gonna go run it. <laughs> there's nobody there. Like, I got Hercules. It. I just played that Hercules song. Like exactly. I can go the distance in my head. <laughs> I can go the distance. Yeah. And with that, I will call my session for today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank miss you. you all. I hope yep. to see you super sub soon going out with an injury just kidding (laughs) (laughs) bye bye and with that i mean that that, that's one of the things that just gets gets me like if you want to build someone's confidence i understand playing them yeah but like and this is where we where where is that same attitude or that same way of thinking when it comes to other players like that's the one thing that I'm asking for. Like, if you're going to, if you believe yeah. that, great. But be consistent with it. Like, not just take one if player you're, and be like. Yeah, if you're so quick to pull other guys out of the lineup just for the sake of trying something different, why not try that with everyone? Like, what's, what is different about that situation? Um, sure, we might not have somebody who's, like, listed as left back, ready to go, like, natural position. But, I mean none of well maybe a few of these guys have played their natural position um i don't yeah i don't consistently so like I... it, yeah it's it's puzzling and it's it's not going to get any better i mean credit to the guy for not just like at this point i would be walking to the sideline and being like coach let me sit yeah. on the bench yeah, put put literally up. anybody in there just you know just to try something like right Right. Just, it's ridiculous. So, and I think so too. Is like one of the things that was was good about this game too was was um, we got to see you know we got everyone got to remember why Tyler Miller is is, is such a good pickup, right? And, and yeah, just, it deserves to be a starter in, in any MLS team, right? We're just fortunate that we have two MLS ca- caliber keepers that can, yeah. that can play, and 
Miller was big again. He was able to stop some shots and some mistakes. That One we did. reflex save after another. Yeah. And... and so, I mean, you can only get so lucky with those, but we deserve to lose as much as we deserve to win. <laughs> yep. And so um, the one, one is always good to go into um, a break with a, with points and points away are always good, but you know, it's like, how long can you keep this going? Like, cause you can't afford to lose if you want to make it into the playoffs. And currently right now we're like sitting at like second to bottom, right? With seven points. And so like we'll see what kind of what kind of um what kind of effect uh Unu does. But also the funny mm-hmm. thing too is that you know um um uh the other Rodrigo uh Fragapane couldn't play because of paperwork, right? Which I'm Get sure has to do with the fact. Yeah, well, no, I'm sure it has the fact that, you know, he played an Argentinian league game yeah. like literally a week ago. Like, <laughs> like the day before they flew over there to try to secure his visa. He right. was they were like, field, I'm going to so. go play. Go in there. Yeah. So, I mean, that should be that. And, and, it, and when Hansen came in, um, which, by the way, when Hansen came in, I had to do a double take. I was like, this is not the person I've seen on the roster picture. I was like, he had like the braids going all tied. Mm-hmm. He literally looked like a character from the Viking series on History Channel. Like he looked, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, who's this?" And I was like, "Oh, that's Hansen." And he played on the left side, and he actually yeah. played on the position that he was comfortable with, and that brought new energy, and that brought mm-hmm. a, a, a a vision, and like we can actually see what we can do with the left. And so I'm hoping that I'm glad that he's getting better. I'm also glad that the bossy is finally back. Um, and let's see how well we do when we come back. But like right now, we're at a position where we just we can't stop getting points, like wins or ties. If you want to do anything and mm-hmm. if you want to get into the playoffs, which every day seems a little bit more far fetched. But um, crazy things have happened. Yeah, uh... let's. Uh, we had oh yeah, we loaned some loons. Um, the uh, the Callum Montgomery uh, went to San Diego, and as we said last time, we have we have uh, Colin Martin, who's at San Diego, uh, Miguel Ibarra, and is it and Jake, right? Uh, Jack Blake. Jack, yeah. sorry, Jack Blake. Jack Blake. They're all over there, and so that's become a, a team to watch. If you have ESPN too, they have all the mm-hmm. all those leagues on there. Uh, Keeping Gucci went to Sacramento, Sandejas is at El Paso, and Billingsley went to Phoenix. So at least we're getting kids time to play somewhere else, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, you and- know, I mean, the problem is with going to someplace like San Diego is that they're just going to be on the beach all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, like, I mean, like, I, I, they've I got the work mind. hard, play hard down. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I would, okay. I would not, I would not mind playing for um, San Diego Loyal. That's what I'm saying. I'll be like, I get That's, to if get you, into. If you watch um, Miggy's Insta stories, like when he, when they were training, they mm-hmm. would do a like a preseason game and then hop on a pontoon and just like float out in the harbor for a while. <laughs> That's be nice. Well, whether while they're icing and like drinking their protein shakes and whatever. <laughs> That's the life. But I mean, get your minutes in, and also like get a get a moment to regroup. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it'll be good for him. 
So and uh, in another uh, loon uh, news, um, the Mastercon got seventy one minutes playing for Liverpool uh, in Uruguay, and um, their team defeated Cerro. What's that? What's the name of the team? Cerro. Once um, the Cerro team, <laughs> three nothing. Yeah. So uh, so he's been getting about seventy minutes each game that he plays which is probably more than he's ever seen when he was here. So I think the confidence yeah. is growing, but if you're getting paid for 120K just to play at home, I mean, like, I wouldn't want to leave yeah. either. So, so yeah. I would take that. So, yeah, no. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with some international news, talk about the uh, international friendlies, but also uh, NWSL and other stuff. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. We are going to talk a little bit about uh, some international friendlies. Uh, the U.S. men national team played Switzerland. Um, it, it was a 2-1 loss. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people got to uh, got to see uh, this game. But um, o- overall, I mean, I, I, I thought that the U.S. took some risks when you can in a friendly, but also didn't play it all out. I mean, we talked, we'll talk a little bit more about the game that mattered um, later on in which you had all your, all your players that you wanted to. But I, I, I don't feel bad about, you know, you know, I think Burhalter has an idea what they want to do and, and the pressing and getting everyone to buy into is, is something that's, you know, it's still a process, but it's, it's, it's reaching that time. Gold cup is a time where you got to show us what you've done and what you've accomplished. And I think that um, so far it's, it's, it's looking intriguing. So did you guys watch the game at all? Mm-hmm. I missed it. Cut a couple of highlights, but. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't an amazing game. It was just one of those games. It's a friendly. I don't usually don't watch friendlies, but it just thought, happened to be. I on. thought it was funny. Um, I saw a tweet. It was I only know that the U.S. lost because Twitter wasn't going crazy about like American soccer. All <laughs> Are the is the team playing for the Olympics? No, uh, this will be Gold Cup, which. It, what are the dates for that? I don't remember. It's July, because I think, um, yeah. Is it just because they didn't make it into the Olympics or they decided not to do it? Or? No, well, the they didn't Olympics qualify for the Olympics, yeah. The, and the Olympics would have been the, the younger team. This is the senior team that's going mm-hmm. to yeah. Gold well, Cup. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of 23-year-olds anyway, well, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not, they're not playing on a separate team anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so there's like three or four different international tournaments happening right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of you know, I mean, you, Copa America somehow. We'll talk about that later, but that's just a whole other mess. And um, <laughs> you have um, you also have you know like the Olympics in Tokyo that are happening where like it's really iffy because Tokyo does not. I mean, they don't. They don't. They seem the people don't want to. 
host it. They don't think it's right to host it at this time. Mm-hmm. And the last, last bit of news I heard is like 10,000 volunteers just up and quit. <laughs> so like. Oh, they're, uh, they're like down to 10,000 volunteers. Yeah. Like out of like 50,000 oh, or that's, something. Yeah. Okay. That's what that yeah. was. Yeah. So people yeah. have been like that like, one. So all but 10,000 quit. And that's just crazy. Like how are you going to run a worldwide. That's. The, I think the story I saw said Athletes Village is going to have like 15,000 people um, considering the athletes plus coaches, um, team doctors, etc. And so they, usually the usually volunteers outnumber the athletes, like even just within the Athletes Village. And they're, they're far outnumbered at this point. I wonder, are they, I mean, I'm, I'm sure because people are coming from parts of the world where they don't necessarily have access to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder if they're doing any kind of special vaccination at, at the, at the Olympics itself. I would hope so. They've, I think they have a slightly slower vaccination rate in general. So uh-huh. it would have to be like an outside group making that mm-hmm. happen, mm-hmm. but possibly. And and some countries are worried though, that they send all these athletes there and maybe, maybe it's, you know, not super dangerous for them to compete, but then what are they bringing home with them? Mm-hmm. They're worried about an, like another, another wave being sparked off by all these people coming back from that country and mm-hmm. um, going back around the world and traveling. Yeah. So it's um, there's well, a lot I, of factors going into it right now. Yeah. And if you know, I mean, I'm assuming many would want to be vaccinated, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's very possible. But I'm sure you know, even if they did like, OK, as soon as you get here two yeah. weeks before the Olympics or whatever it is, you get vaccinated. Yeah. There may be uh, athletes that refuse. Yeah. And there's some who won't uh depending on the sport like some of them qualified a while ago and some sports haven't even started trials yet Mm -hmm. uh so like gymnastics is happening right now swimming track and field diving those are all happening like in the next week or two Mm -hmm. um but then you also have some teams that are already there and like ready to go and they're like training i think it was the australia softball team was the first team to arrive and they're they're all there already and they'll be there for the next couple months um so logistically just like getting people ready whereas typically like the teams are set like a month ahead of time and everyone knows they're going everyone knows who's going with them they have all the all the time to figure those things out and then you add like kind of this time crunch plus figuring out like vaccinations and testing schedules and all these things and i'm sure it's just a logistical nightmare that i mean all it takes is one or two little things to not go quite as planned for it to all kind of come crashing down around them and that's kind of what they're concerned about they had the volunteers which is why they thought it would work we've still got all these people to volunteer and then make make this thing happen and then the volunteers quit so so yeah, it's it's all a little rocky and uncertain. It'll be it'll be interesting these next few weeks for sure. That's right. See what happens. Gosh, it's, this has been interesting just overall, mm-hmm. but overall it's just crazy, right? And, and well, I mean, traditionally the um, the 
the village has been kind of a cesspool for yeah (laughs) yeah yeah every team will have a little pocket of flu and stds and yeah they're like they're always competing sick by the time they get to their finals um yeah so that's gonna be a whole other will be another whole other thing world health organization scenario we'll we'll be dealing with yeah yeah no i mean it's crazy like i just don't know how that's gonna work and just like Copa America is going to happen. We'll talk about that probably next, but it's just overall, it's just crazy how like we're still trying to have things to, to make it to mask the unnormal situation mm-hmm. that we're living in. Um, sorry to mask it. So it's just, it's just really mind boggling. Yeah. And we'll quickly go through some NWSL scores. Um, Gotham defeated my Portland Thorns and I'm wearing my Portland Thorns kit today. Orlando Pride defeated Kansas City, who still doesn't have a name. Um, <laughs> but it's just Kansas City's NWSL. So, like, which coach Tori the best? Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that's going over there. Hopefully, they'll find a name sometime soon. Uh, all rain ro- lost to Washington Spirits. Um, and here comes the fun part about the international news about regarding Copa America. Uh, Argentina is not going to host, as we, as some of you might have listened, if you did listen to the last episode all the way through, I applaud you. Uh, because at the very end, I had to put an update on Copa America request by our fearless leader. Um, but if you haven't, uh, the Copa America is not being hosted in Argentina. It moved to um, Brazil, where I don't know. I mean, it's just where nuts. someone decided to share it safe here. Come on over, right? I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, took it from Colombia because there was political distress, and they and they took it from Argentina because there's a you know there's a COVID hotspot. Why not just makes both powers combine and go to a place where both exist, and. You find you find Comebol making a decision to to have Brazil host Copa America, which is supposed to be happening in two weeks. Like I, and players are just like I've heard some reports of players just getting their vaccines currently. So I'm not I'm not understanding how all this is going to like somewhat work or like what they're going to do. But you know, uh, there's also you know been a lot of uh, political upheaval uh, in Brazil regarding uh bolsonaro as well too so like you're going to a place and where politically is a mess and as also a covet hotspot it's like it's it's and because of this is happening there's been a lot of well-known not only brazilian but overall uh, uh world soccer players are saying no we don't we don't need to have this this is not a good time there are more uh, Europe-based Brazilian players that don't want to play in the Copa America, and they're making statements about it, right? And so it's it's one of those those things that hopefully the more um, people speak out, the better it will it will be, and hopefully we'll, we'll come to some sort of decision as to what is 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 going to happen. But for right now, it's happening, and like it's. I just can't seem to understand why why it specifically if the players don't want to play, then the players shouldn't play. And they have if if anything's 
has taught them they should know that they 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 have a platform and so if they really want to mm-hmm. use it just don't play right put the yeah. put the decision it's... on 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 and coming ball to to make that decision but if you don't want to play you should not play and and hopefully uh, other players are talking to each other and be like this is something that they don't want because they just recently had qualifiers and that was a mess yeah and so yeah. i mean don't know how it's you're going all to about that. it's all about the money for the league they just want it to happen um i would say one of one of the good things to come out of the last year is that players are actually advocating for themselves and saying hey I, I don't actually help, have to, this may be my job, but I don't have to risk my life and my family's life uh, for you to put on mm-hmm. a tournament that, mm-hmm. you know, everyone else is backed out of. Um, I, it feels like there's going to have to be a reckoning this week um, to make those decisions and say, hey, like, if we only have so many people willing to travel, like it's not, it's not going to work. And especially going into Brazil and just entering the country is probably a whole other, a whole other issue as well. So it's all a mess. The world we live in messy, 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 messy. But like, um, in addition to that, you know, in other news, you know, we, um, um, Who's out at uh, Real Madrid? The coach of Real Madrid is Zidane. Um, uh, the, won't be coaching for Real Madrid. Looking for a new spot. Let us know where you think you should go. Hit us up on our in, in, uh, an Instagram or any social media network that you want to just let us know because I have no idea where, this, where, this, where he would go next. And to be honest, I don't really care <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm not invested in Real Madrid to, to that point. So, so no. Uh, also, um, can someone talk to me about these inchy to Everton rumors and just clear it up? Like, is it actually like, is it because of uh, Tio Nuno for, for Nuno left, right? We got fired. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now people are trying to, yeah. Okay. They, some people were just trying to get it trending here. I mean, he is an Everton legend. Um, there was a rumor that he was on like the long list of uh, of potential coaches. Well, but at least it's a, at least he's on somebody's list. Yeah, he's on somebody's Not on my list. list so. uh, he's on somebody's list out there, and yeah, so some fans here, uh, probably someone associated with you know a hashtag watch, uh, kind of got things rolling um, with. Hashtag Inchi to Everton. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll see if Everton pays attention to that and sees that uh, the MLS would, would like him to move back to Everton and <laughs> lead his club again. <laughs> let's let's make Inter-Miami come into that deal and somehow, like, hire, hire them as an assistant coach and then mess it up. And so now they have to find another fine. Then he has to go. He can't like he gets his worker his, his visa visa taken away and now he has to go back home and work <laughs> and now he but has to that is the only way that's going to happen um, and through all this craziness we also had a Champions League final that probably was not the most watched at least I know it in my was, house but I overall mean, like it was it was it, it, it was, was good background sound if yep. there was nothing 
Yes. I mean, if there was any paperweight, if this, if this could turn into a paperweight, it would be a great paperweight. Mm-hmm. But I was not in, in, invested heavily in watching it. The only interesting thing was that a, a, um, a U.S.-born player would get to hold the cup. And so... Yeah. And um, which so they Matt, did not let you forget on yeah, the broadcast. <laughs> apparently, that was the one theme throughout the whole thing. That was the only thing driving the fact that yep. you either you either cheer for a cheating team, Man City, or you cheer for Chelsea. And I, I rather watch Bundesliga too, to be honest. But um, but yeah. So um, congratulations to uh, Chelsea's. Pulling off the upset, uh, Pulisic, as also known as Captain America, I'm sure will be um, also being an advocate for him actually getting starting minutes instead of being super sub all the time. So, um, which is funny because he was super sub in this game and came in after the goal. I mean, and he, uh, <laughs> he doesn't like coming off the bench. Let's just put it that way. The ways that no. he's made it seem, no. he doesn't like coming off the bench. So I can't blame him. So, uh, in another final, um, Cruz Azul um, was able to win the Clausura. And I forgot to mention this when Elisa's here because me and Elisa are both Cruz Azul fans. Um, and that was really great big news because Cruz Azul not only has uh, Yoshimir Yotun, which is a, one of my favorite, favorite proven players that's not playing in the MLS, but also their coach, Juan Reynoso, who also played for Cruz Azul. Is a Peruvian is a is the first Peruvian coach that I know that that, that I know. I'm not saying that it hasn't been, but you know that has that is one of Clausura. So um, good news, um, big news for Cruz Azul, uh, the Libertadores, Copa Libertadores. Uh, Octavos de final, so that's the quarterfinals. Yeah, or um, no, no, the ones before the quarterfinals, the semifinals. Semis. Yeah, so they were um, they were drawn. So Defensa Justicia plays Flamengo. Boca Juniors plays Atletico MG. Universidad Católica will play against Palmeiras. That should be interesting. Uh, Boca Juniors should be interesting too because uh, Carlos Tevez just retired from Boca Juniors. So we'll see how that works out. Cerro uh, Porteño will play against Fluminense. Uh, Vela Starfield will play against Barcelona. Ecuador, uh, Sao Paulo will play as a Racing Club. River Plate will play against Argentino Juniors, and that's literally like a league play for them. And then Olympia will play Internacional. Um, who do we like? I, I'm, I'm always a Boca fan, so I'm always going to try to watch the Boca games, but I'd like to see what Barcelona does uh, just because they're the Ecuadorian team and they seem to be, I think Vela Sarfield is a, is, a, is a good team, but I also can think they, 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 can, they can get some points. Away specifically, away goals count more than anything in this in this tournament. So um, I can see it go either way. We'll see, but overall, that's what the um, the games list are. And um, let me see if there's anything else. We also had the uh, the Nations League, which is something that we kind of mentioned earlier that we were going to refer to when we we're talking about the friendly the United States played uh, USA when the game mattered. And the 88, 89th minute was able to defeat Honduras. Uh, but Weston McKinney, it was a, a Brooks cross or lobby, and Weston McKinney played it into the box to bounce to kind of towards the ground to make it very hard for whoever was it. And then, um, oh, how do you pronounce his name? Is it C? 
Uh, C- C- yeah, and the 80th minute hit it and a, and a header, and you know, was able to beat Honduras. Honduras is always not the easiest team to play, and there were chances in where like Honduras could have scored, but I also felt that the United States um, did a decent job of creating opportunities and not finishing. So I'm pretty sure that the next session of practice it will do is going to be like a full finishing session. Because there were there were situations where they all they had to do was was finish the ball and they weren't able to. Uh, and Mexico moved on into penalty kicks after defeating Costa Rica five to four in penalty kicks. So the final for the Nations League is this Sunday, which um, which would be U.S. versus Mexico playing for a trophy, I guess. Right? I I don't know bragging rights. <laughs> I don't know. We should be fair. Calvo did score his penalty kick for the Tigos. <laughs> no, he, he 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 wasn't the one that missed. Darn, that would have made a better story. <laughs> no, nope, he made, made a it. better story. He looked he looked incredibly nervous. If you, I think it was Corey Shreppel posted the video. Um, he looks like he's gonna throw up and just barely like it goes between the keeper's gloves and the post and just like skims right over the line. Um, but yeah, that was a interesting game, judging from the highlights that I caught. So, yeah, and uh, moving into World Qualification Comebol, uh, I have to rewatch this game, so I want to try to rewatch it. Bolivia defeated Venezuela three to one, and I'm I'm a big um, fan of Bolivia because my mom's Bolivian, and my favorite player growing up was uh Marco Echeverri in the MLS. Anyways, it's a big long story. Uh Uruguay tied uh 0-0 with Paraguay, but I think it's in this game where like there's like a high kick to the face uh by Uruguayan player or defender. Um and it's just one of those things that no red, right? I mean no it was just one of those things that you you would refer to just being the comable style play. Argentina tied one one with Chile and this is the most painful thing for me is we Peru lost to Colombia three nothing. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was like really bad. And so like I was like, oh well, you know, um, that's great because that means that Peru is now in the last place in qualifiers. So for us to be able to get anything, uh, it might have to be, it might have to be another World Cup. So we'll see how that goes up. Um, Current and then of course uh Brazil beat Ecuador to nothing. So currently standings, uh Brazil is the number one team, number two is Argentina, three is Ecuador, four is Paraguay, five is Uruguay, six, six is Colombia, seven is Chile, eighth is Bolivia, nine is Venezuela, and Peru sitting at tenth place. It's the best best place to be at right now. So uh, and to kind of go on and a, 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 a end on a funny note, because I don't have really anything else to kind of add. Um, besides, uh, you know, besides Goya's actually winning two nothing and send the road to promotion, um, which is always good news for Eric. And we'll put that in there just because Eric, he needs some happy news, but like we, I, I saw this tweet from Politica y Cultura, and, and in which in Mexico, uh, another team, uh, Atlético San Luis, was bought by a businessman called Carlos Alazarqui, who 
is the owner and uh, has the rights to the series from the Netflix that me and Eric have watched proficiently that involves soccer. He is he has the rights to Club de Cuervos. <laughs> so the the owner <laughs> who, who created this series bought a Mexican league team. <laughs> and I just can't wait to hopefully like who has the option to call it Club de Cuervos. And if this happens, this is just like that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. So with that, um, I want to thank all of us who still are listening at this point. I want to thank Elisa as our super sub guest. Of course, thank you, Bridget and Sheila, for sticking around and and just talking about nonsense and soccer, which is always good. We're still listening, too. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm listening to myself, too. Sometimes I wonder if I'm the only one, but that's okay. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Let us know what you guys are going to do with these two weeks off that there's no loons on. I mean, what is there to do besides chilling in your inflatable pool and your makeshift sit in the pool drinking margaritas man that's right that's all you gotta do you know what on that note i'm gonna go i'm gonna go make some margaritas right now talk to you guys later <laughs>